This is former NHL player Jim Thompson, and you are listening to Kyle and Sean on the Sheriff Podcast. everybody to an exclusive episode of the sheriff guys this is an episode called outside the box which is really only our third time doing this guys because this is a hockey podcast but what we do here ladies and gentlemen is we bring the biggest characters the biggest go-getters idols role models risk takers and that's why this gentleman is with me here today Without further ado, ladies and gentlemen, Rick Campanelli, how are you doing, my friend? Oh, my. Can I just applaud you on that beautiful introduction and that beautiful that setup? You, you've been doing this for a few years, eh, Sean? You're absolutely incorrect, my friend. <laughs> <laughs> You're a natural, man. I, I'm, in, I'm in fear of my, losing my job one day as a broadcaster. You're, you're so good. I, and I can't play hockey, so I can't take up your, your uh, former career. So I, I'm screwed. Well, I, I really appreciate that, dude, especially coming from you. And now, now I, I did that intro, Rick, but really, like, the way that I feel is I want to bring people on the show that I look up to, okay? I try to bring characters and guests on my show that have had big impacts on my journey and my career. So now, I want to explain to you <laughs> How you are right in that bill, okay? Yeah, please no. tell me. Yeah. Yes. Now, I am 12 years old. I'm 12 yeah, years so. old in grade six, Cardinal Leger <laughs> Catholic School, okay? Right on. It's around the time where me and my peers start listening to music and, you know, watching certain shows after school, kind of getting into a routine. Yeah. Now, much music which is by far the biggest industry for music in Canada, biggest company, biggest stage, We're, was doing a contest, yeah. the Temp Contest, the Much Music Temp Contest. Now, this thing was built I'm up quite a bit. Yes. Yeah. yes, yes. Now, you were the winner of this contest, my friend, okay? And that was when I was first introduced to you. And from oh. that point on... I have been watching you, admiring you, learning from you, but most importantly, I've been really inspired by the way you go about your business, my friend. Oh man, that, that the words mean so much to me. I really appreciate that. If I can touch just, you know, some someone when I'm doing my thing out there on TV, I, it means it means the world to me. So thank you. And just like you, when I was a kid, I was glued to my TV, watching much music and watching the VJs that were inspiring me at the time in the 80s and and they were motivating me to one day get out there and follow my dreams and 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 go go after my goals in life so yeah yeah i uh i i wanted to be a much music vj ever since tuning on that station years ago when christopher ward came through that smack 
actually that banner when they launched the station in the early 80s. And, um, you know, I kept to my dream and I kept at it and I, I won this contest. I don't know if you want to say by fluke or if it was uh, there was something more involved, but but it allowed me to get my foot in the door at Much Music. And that was probably the biggest part of it all. Sure, the contest was great. The prizes were fantastic. But but being able to introduce myself to the, the Much Music brass, the executives, the people who called the shots and just let them know that I was more than willing and able to, to be on, get on air one day because I knew I knew everything about music. I lived music back in the day. I lived it. I loved it. I breathed it. I went to go see shows all the time. I was a kid. Uh, I was this close to going to see Kiss when I was seven years old, but my parents wouldn't let me. <laughs> my older brothers got to go. But no, I, and, and God bless my parents for not sending me. That would have probably damaged me at the time. But but it's it's all good. I, I loved music, and I wanted to be there. And I just, I never give up. Perseverance is a word that I use a lot, um, even to this day. I, I just wanted wanted it so bad. And you know, when you want something so bad, you're not going to give up until you achieve it. You know, you, you, you know all about it, too, with playing professional hockey. So that's what happened to me. And music was my life. Uh, not, not as much anymore, being a father of three. And, and, you know, parenthood and family is a huge part of my life right now. But music, it's still, uh, it's, it's still there for sure. Yeah, dude, and and thanks for and thanks for sharing that because because I I really appreciate you getting personal like that. Now, the one thing, Rick, is uh, what I wanted to add to what you were saying is is I heard a couple key words there. Now, I heard I heard taking chances, I heard risk taker, I heard yeah. passion, and and I and I heard yeah. persistence. Okay, now those yeah. words. Sure. Those words are very, very common when I'm looking into people that I want to interview. You know what I mean? And what I find interesting is the way people are brought up is really the way that they're going to be when they're older. And I know that sounds cliche, but I know that you're the youngest of four kids. Okay. And I know that. Yeah. Sorry. Go ahead, Rick. No, I'm the youngest of four kids. You're right. I, I, I was the I was the kid at the at the dinner table that was listening all the time because my older siblings and my parents, well, they they were the ones that called the shots. I was just learning from them. So yeah, I was the youngest. I I, I, I took the beatings. Yeah. <laughs> I, I was I had to listen all the time. You know, I couldn't really talk too much uh, out of place, of course. But uh, yeah, I was the youngest of, of a family of six. Yeah. Yeah. So now, so now pretty much what I'm getting at is I've had guests in the past where, for example, I'll interview a really, 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 really tough hockey player. Right. And he'll end up telling me that growing up, he had a brother that was five years older than him that just beat the crap out of him every day, every day, every day, every day. So over time, right? exactly. So when yeah. I saw that you were the youngest of four, the first thing that jumped out to me is, wow, those siblings definitely got this guy all the different attributes yeah. that he that he is today. Like you're they so pretty much. You, 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 sorry to interrupt. You're so right, Sean, because my older siblings were the ones that were listening to The Who, listening to The Beatles, listening to David Bowie, listening to The Stones. They were the ones that were introducing me and and teaching me about their world of music. So they got me interested in into music, but not just music, everything. 
everything about life, doing doing right as opposed to you know, going down those wrong paths. And and my parents too, not just my older siblings, but my parents had so much to do with it too. You you talked about shaping and sculpting someone when you're young. Well, it's the family members that do that because you're with your family members all the time in your household. So it, yeah, if it weren't for my older siblings and my parents, who knows the type of person I would be if I was an only child or what have you. But uh, I'm grateful to have that them and to have had them this this long in my life and they still continue to shape and mold and help me out as as the days go by you'll never you, you'll never escape your older siblings or your younger siblings they're always there and that's that's the that's a beautiful thing for sure now rick i know that you're a hamilton native right now correct yeah i am yeah okay but were you you were you born in st kitts were you born in st Catharines? No, I went to school in St. Catharines. I went to Brock for physical education for four years after, uh, obviously, my high school years in Hamilton. And then uh, it was that, that my last year at Brock where I entered the, the contest. And I just entered the contest at Much Music. I won the contest at Much Music. So, so yeah, originally born and raised in Hamilton, did my schooling in St. Catharines. Right on. Now, yeah. this is another thing that really jumped out at me, dude, is the fact of what you got your degree in. Now, you got your degree in physical education, right? <laughs> now, I respect that. No, but I yeah. respect that. Dude, it was my favorite class in high school. You know what I'm saying? And in elementary school, right? I mean, obviously, being an athlete, not just about playing the sports, but but I found that, you know, my phys ed teachers – they were the teachers that I mostly looked up to. They were the people that that, that had the value systems that I wanted to follow, like in yeah. general compared to all the other teachers. So so I, I thought that that was pretty cool that you got your degree in that. But boy, oh boy, was that not the direction that you no. went into, my friend. Not at all, man. I, I you know, when you're when you're leaving high school, you're not really well. I, I wasn't really certain of what I wanted to do in my life. Uh, you know, you have a lot of questions and there's a lot, lots of doubts and you're still young to really make that decision of which way you want to go. So, yeah, I, I, I loved sports. I loved phys ed. Uh, so I, I, I applied and, and got into the phys ed program at Brock. Um, but it was more than mm -hmm. phys ed. It was movement education. We were learning about the anatomy the physiology, all this amazing, interesting stuff that I loved and I still love. Um, and, and yeah, you're right. I, I, I looked up to those phys ed teachers too, because I wanted to, I, in my third or fourth year, I, I thought to myself, maybe I could be a phys ed teacher and, and that'll take me through life. And I would love that. Or a massage therapist or a physiotherapist, some sort of role like that. But, but you're right that the minute I entered that contest while still studying phys ed, phys ed at Brock, I entered it in the summer of, sorry, the spring of 94. Well, yeah, winning that contest to work on much music changed changed my path for sure. And, and I didn't really look back. I still say to this day, I could all, you know, if I don't get a full-time job in the next little while, I could always hopefully maybe go back to do some teaching, uh, go into that world. Uh, like all my three older siblings are involved in education. They're in the uh, that system, they're teachers. Uh, but, but, oh, okay. uh, I loved television so much. I loved it so much. I, I didn't look back the minute I stepped foot in, into much music. Right on. So, so I, your I siblings, yeah. Oh yeah. Your siblings yeah. are all teachers. Yeah. They're all in the education system. Yes. Yeah. Uh, 
my one sister is in Hamilton at a school, uh, elementary school in Burlington. And one, uh, my oldest brother is a chaplain at, at a high school. He just got transferred into o the Oakville uh, school board over there. So yeah, they're all, they're all in the teaching <laughs> world. Yeah. So it's kind of cool, actually. I, right I on, man. No, that's super I, cool. I, yeah. yeah. I have a lot of family members. Yeah. Sorry, Rick, go ahead. No, no, go ahead. I'm just saying I, I went a totally different direction than where they were. They were all going. I, uh, yeah, yeah. I, they went there that way. But you were going to say you, you have siblings as well that are teachers? Well, no, I have I have a lot of relatives that are that are in the education system, yeah. right? Yeah. And like they they would start they started as teachers, moved yeah. up principals. I, I got a, an aunt and an uncle that are superintendents of of education and stuff like oh. that. So so I, I have a lot of respect for that field. But yes. now, the, Rick, the one thing I wanted to talk to you is about opportunity because. Oh, yeah. I look at myself as an opportunist. I believe that you are a big time opportunist. And the example of that was, was the change of direction that you did with your career, right? You're given an opportunity and you seize the opportunity. You embrace the opportunity. Man, you went from Rick the Temp to the franchise, brother. <laughs> now, I want to talk about... I want to talk about that though. I want to talk about when you got that, when you won the contest and you started doing it, were you kind of like, man, I'm good at this. I like this. This is a great opportunity. I'm going for it. Well, I, 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 it, it was definitely a great opportunity, you know, because now I got to work at a, a music station that I watched religiously as a teenager. So that, that opportunity was amazing. Was I good at it? No way. I was a, I was a phys ed grad. I had no experience in front of a camera. Uh, I was so nervous. I was so uncomfortable. I was, I lacked the confidence. Um, it took me, um, no word of lie, it took me a good eight months to 12 months just to get on my feet and everyone says you're natural you're natural but no no it took me a long time to like be more be comfortable with my surroundings you know because this is a totally different world that i've just stepped into and it's live television and there's a, there's a few people out there watching and, and you you can't screw up and you got to be polished and so there's a lot of pressure especially yeah. me someone who has no past experience in that whole world of radio and television broadcasting whatever you want to call it i didn't go to school for that everyone that i'm working with went to school for that i'm, I'm the phys ed guy and so yeah. I, I just knew i knew i knew music i loved music and, and that was the that that was the the common denominator with everyone that was in much music at the time we all loved music lived music we, it was all about the music back in the day anyway yeah so I'm surprised by that, Rick, though, because like that, that impresses me even more <laughs> that you're saying that you were that uncomfortable and it took you that long to yeah. get there. It, it really did. And I, and I got a good push from my boss at the time because she lit that fire under me. It's like, OK, I really got to step up my game. and I got to be that person that she wants me to be. She, everyone gets hired for that that person in that interview room and and if that boss likes that person they're going to hire them but then once that job starts and they want you to be a certain way especially when you're on television 
and you need a, a personality or whatever you need. You need an edge. You need something. Um, well, she she brought it out of me because I could no longer be that shy kid. I was a shy kid growing up. I, I was one of the shyest kids you would ever meet growing up. Um, wow. I didn't have that booming personality like you have. And and we well, I, I kind of acquired a personality, personality over the years, but I, I never started. Like, I, I would always be that one, you know, behind my mom's leg at, at the, the family get togethers and just a shy kid. But 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 you break out of that shell. And I broke out of my shell as I got older in life. And I think music helped and and being a very social person helped. And uh, and that's what my boss at Much Music was looking for at the time, you know. You got to talk when you're on live television. You can't just stand in a corner and <laughs> you got to talk. You got to entertain. You got to educate at, at times as well. And you got to you got to connect with with the viewers. And, and that, that all came out, you know, shortly after I started. But it, 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 I, I didn't start like that. That's for sure. It all it all came out with the help of my producers at Much Music and a lot of a lot of people that were guiding me along the way uh, as a new Much Music VJ. So thanks to all of them you know yeah i know for sure man I, i'm loving hearing all this man because there's nothing <laughs> no but there's there's but rick there's nothing better than than hearing the story of someone's journey especially mm -hmm. someone that has has raised so high like yourself right and like and like so, so i find it incredible the fact that you didn't even feel comfortable when you got this gig and and you stayed persistent you yeah, kept yeah. with it yeah. And then you yeah. got good, bro. Would you agree with oh, that? Th thank you, Sean. I appreciate that. Well, I, I wasn't going to give up because not many people get that opportunity. I wasn't going to give up. I was going to try my hardest to be that person, be that right person, be the person that they saw that they hired. Um, but yeah, yeah. You, you, once you're put in a position and given that opportunity, you got to run with it. You got to do the best you can. Or else, um, it's not going to last long. You know, if you're not yeah. performing at that top level, as you know, it's it's not lasting. They're going to get the next person to, to to jump in and do that job for you. You're gone, and the next person comes in, and that happens. That happens over the years. I'm glad it didn't happen in the first couple of years. It took 12 yeah. years or 11 years for that to yeah. happen. But that was a different. <laughs> But, you know, now you start getting older and you're not, you're not connecting with the young ones that are tuning into the station anymore. So then it's time to leave. But, but not, not for the fact that, that I was, I was, I was uh, bad. You know, I got really good at it, but it was a totally different reason uh, to leave at the, at that I left. Right on. Now, this is what I'm extremely interested in. Okay. Once you became, let's say, established, once you became comfortable with your yeah. title at Much Music and, and you started doing all these different shows, hosting and stuff like that. Yeah. When yeah. I was doing my research, man, yeah. I was yeah. reading about this charity stuff, right, that you've been involved with, right? And, and what, what excites me, buddy, is when, when someone sees something that they've been involved with, but there's always two sides of the coin, right, Rick? I yeah. saw that you were involved with the big brothers and big sisters, okay? Dude, when I was younger, I had a big brother, yeah. right? Oh, because no I, like, my yeah. family, my, my mom was a, was a, we had a single parent family for a while. It wasn't until I was 13 
that my mom got remarried. My parents got divorced when I was six, right? Okay. So I was in the Big Brothers program. And you you had a big, that's that's awesome. That's that's amazing because because the big siblings, everyone needs guidance in life. Everyone needs to be shown the correct way to do things as opposed to the wrong way of doing things. And that organization, Big Brothers, Big Sisters, I got to tell you, I, I didn't do a ton of work with Big Brothers, Big Sisters, but I did some work back in the day, especially when, when I was at Much Music. And it was uh, so gratifying. And I'm all about helping you know, the you know, putting a smile on a kid's face, doing what I can to make that kid's day. Um, because that's the way I was when I was a kid. If, if someone was walking down the street and they, they could make me smile, well, you don't forget stuff like that. And now that I found myself in this position to do that and do that easily, um, I was going to take advantage of it and, and help out as, as much as I could. So, yeah, Big Brothers and Big Sisters was just one of the organizations that uh, uh, I, lent, I lent a helping hand to. Well, I mean, this show is about awareness, Rick. That's one of our big things. So yeah. I'm going to I'm gonna plug you a little bit. So <laughs> I, I, I researched World Visions, the yeah. McMaster's Children's Hospital, Kids Help Phone, Youth and Philanthropy, then the Big Brothers and Briggs yeah. Sisters, amongst others. Okay? <laughs> well, I don't know if I'm missing any, any bigger roles out. The, the the best thing thing we could do in life is give back, Sean. You know that. Like we, especially when you hit a certain level, like you, I, and I've been giving back ever since before the time I was a much music VJ. Um, I, I like volunteering. I like helping out as much as I can. You see someone struggling, or you see someone going through some hard times. Why wouldn't you help out? Even something as little as chatting with someone, you know asking them their name, spending some time with them, giving them the time of day. Uh, we all, everyone needs that in, in, in life, you know, and um, just getting involved with charities like this, the way I was doing it back in the day, it just, it, it just, it just meant so much more to the person I, wa- I was and, and, and still am. Like I still do work with World Vision uh, from time to time and, and they've got a great organization there that's doing amazing things for community communities that are underdeveloped around the world as you know and not just kids but the the fa- all the whole family of the child and uh yeah i just lo- i love helping out giving back you know it's it's one of my passions but no and 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 that's a beautiful thing now what i what i wanted to add to that rick is do you find that when you get involved with any type of volunteer work um charities anything for the better good yeah. Do you not find that you end up gaining so much more out of it than just your time? You know what I yeah, mean? Like, for sure. For sure. You're learning a lot about that subject matter. That's for sure. And you're right. You're, you're being educated at the same time. It, it, it's, there's something, there's something warm and fuzzy about it, obviously, you know, to help out your brother or sister in need, but you're right. It's not just helping out. It's what, you're giving to that person or that group and what you're getting back in return. And then from there, you're sharing that information with others. These others may not know about this organ. They may want to get involved and help out the best way they can. But yeah, it's, 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 it's a, it's a win-win situation when you're involved in a charity. It's, it, it really is to me. And uh, I, I, I want to do more. 
now that now that I don't have a full time job, I would I, I want to do more. I want to do as much as I can in life. You know, it, it's it's a precious life. It, it's it's a short short life if you think about it. And my dad always says like, one life is enough if we live it the proper way. If we go around this ride the proper way, one life is enough. Um, you know what I'm saying? Like my dad really instilled those values in me, like going after what you want in life. Don't not sitting around waiting for something to fall on your lap, really going after it. You know, you got to, you got to be motivated. You got to be uh, excited about it. You have to have ambition. So, and, and my mom, both of them, both of them are, were that, are that same way. So a lot to, I thank them every day for what they did and what kind of, person they raised and uh and like i said i'm out of a full-time job now but sometimes i feel busier more busy than when i had a full-time job because i'm do there's so much more to do now that i have all this time um you know when i'm not with my family I, i'm in british columbia right now and uh and and we're about to make a lot of people happy tonight at a, at a concert so it's uh it's good times it's good times now, speaking about making a lot of people happy, <laughs> I, I, I wanted to get into what you have going on right now. Now, now, you, now you're saying that you don't have a full-time job, and I hear you, but what yeah. you have to understand, Rick, is you being involved, what you're being involved with right now, these people are like, dude, this is Rick the franchise that's involved <laughs> with us right now. Trust me, you're making a huge yeah. impact. But, but yeah, yeah I, I wanted to let the listeners know just, just what you have going on right now. I, mean, I know I'm not, probably not going to say it right, but with the uh, Nostalgia 90, Tour. 90s Nostalgia Tour. Yeah, 90s yeah. Nostalgia. Like, who doesn't like a little nostalgia from time to time? I love it. Like, I love going back in my library of memories and, and, and talking about the day that, you know, the Red, Red Hot Chili Peppers came in to the Much Music Environment or, or that time. You know, I was on the red carpet in, in Monaco or wherever I was at the, in Cannes for the Cannes Film Festival. It's memories are are like stars to me. And there's so many wonderful memories. So so, yeah, I'm not sure when this your show will be airing, but all week long we are on a cross Canada tour with 90s nostalgia and an electric circus. And we're bringing these 90s dance acts to five different cities across Canada. And the response has been amazing. I think every show is sold out. Everyone wants to get back out there. You know, it's been a long, boring pandemic and we've been, you know, stuck in uh, most of that time in our homes, you know, yeah. for the good, uh, you know, we don't want this thing spreading, but but now that people are getting vaccinated and, 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 and you know, we're, we're keeping our distance, cautiously keeping our, our distance, it's time to start start this world up again. And um, the organizers had planned this tour for last summer, of course, got canceled and postponed uh, mm -hmm. to this summer. And it's it's finally happening. Tonight is the kickoff show in uh, in your your home province. Well, your yeah. birth. Yeah, province. yeah. Yeah, I, I I was born in Van City in Vancouver, Van City. and and I, and I I lived there till till I was six years old, and then my family yeah. moved to Toronto. Yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, yeah. Yep, uh, Falls Creek. I I don't know if you've ever heard of it. Right downtown. Is that, is that Ontario? No, no, no. I'm I'm talking I'm I'm, oh, I'm oh, talking about Falls Creek, uh, 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 British Columbia in Vancouver. Okay, Falls Creek. It does yeah. ring a bell. Under, underneath the Granville Bridge. Oh, like, yes. like in that area there. Yes, yes. I, I 
it's just down. I'm just, I'm looking at Granville right now and um, the beautiful harbor. Man, you 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 grew up and spent six years in a, a beautiful place. I love Vancouver, but a little different, a little different than Hamilton. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean Hamilton. I mean, <laughs> I, I hear what you're saying, but when you're coming down, when you're coming down the hill in Hamilton, it, it, it's very scenic, right? Like that part of the city, right? But it's not the Rocky Mountains, that's for sure. It's an escarpment. You you've got the Rocky Mountains out here, some beautiful mountains. But yeah, no, Hamilton. Listen, my ha- my heart is 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 Hamilton, and Hamilton will always have my heart. That's, that's where my roots are. But you know, as as a uh, I, I just like getting out there. I like I like exploring and I like seeing different cities and countries. Who doesn't really like I? Yeah, I I, I love to travel and, and um, this actually this tour that we're on is allowing us to get to different cities. The cities that I haven't been to in so long, you know, even prior to the pandemic. Uh, gosh, I haven't been to St. John's, Newfoundland in so many years, and it's gonna be good to get back there too. Man, that is gonna be exciting, man. That that. that. You just saying that city go because, you know, St. John's Maple Leafs you, the, the, you used to be in like an AHL team, right? So I used to frequent St. John's oh, as well, man. Now they had a team in St. John's and St. John, right? Yeah, St. John. It was the, yeah, it was the St. John Flames. So yes. St. John was, was Calgary's farm team. And then okay. St. John's Newfoundland John's. was Toronto's farm team. Oh, okay. Right? But now... Yeah. Okay. I'm sorry, Rick. Okay, okay. No, did you spend some time out, out east, out there playing? Well, well, playing against the St. John's Maple Leafs. Like, like, we would go on road trips that were, like, a week long, play two, three games. Wow. I actually just happened to be there on a St. Paddy's Day in, Newfin- oh, yeah. in St. John's, Newfoundland. Oh, great. Right? So, good times, um, yeah. Yeah, it was a good time. You know what that's all about. So... I, I, I know we're pressed for time, Rick. I'm so happy that I was able to get this half an hour out of you, buddy, because I'm telling you one thing. When it comes to guys that are outside of hockey, you are at the top of the list for who I wanted to pick their brain, how I wanted oh, to man. know how they grew up and turned into this type of character and what it really <laughs> takes once you get an opportunity to run with it and make the best of it. And Rick, honestly, that's what life's really about, brother. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's taking opportunities and making the best of it, right? And oh, so because once that opportunity is there in front of you, you there's either, there's either one of two things that can happen. You take it, you seize it, like you said earlier, you run with it and you make it gold, or you see that opportunity and you turn and go the other direction. I don't know why people would do that, but not everyone tackles those opportunities um you know so so i i'm the type of guy in life where if i want to do something i do it if if i if i want to see something if i want people to be involved with i'm gonna make it happen i I make it happen that's all there is to it like i want to experience everything that there is to experience in life and um and that's just that's just the type of optimistic guy i am positive uh, to the nth degree, uh, filled with warm fuzzies. And that's just, there's no other way to live for, you know, for me. That's it. No other choices. Dude, that's absolutely perfect, man. I, I, I really, I really appreciate it. I can't wait to see how this concert goes. Oh, just man. the curiosity 
of the yeah. post-COVID stuff. And like, you know, my yeah. brother's head of security for XO for the weekend. And they announced their 2022 tour, but he doesn't okay. start till January. So right. it, it, this is kind of like kind of the early. first concert. Like, probably one of the first ones. I know the, the Budweiser stage, they had a few concerts this summer with the Arkells and Maroon 5 and everything went smoothly. This one here, we're, all these bands were traveling across the country together, like Two Unlimited, Aqua, Venga Boys, um, and Jenny from Ace of Bass. A couple oh, bands man. that canceled because they got sick and they couldn't travel. But yeah. this is one of the first times where I'm involved with traveling the country with, with, it's a big group of us. It's probably like 80 altogether, I would say, in terms of the crew and the bands and and the hosts, you know, Monica Diol is, is going to be a part of it as well. The original queen of dance on Electric Circus. So, wow, yeah, buddy. That's it, it's, it's, you know, but the, it, it needed to start happening. We got to get back yeah. into living the way we used to live prior to COVID. And like I said earlier, if we're all cautious and safe and, you know, on our toes about what's happening around us, hopefully this all goes off without a hitch. And um, everyone's going to be enjoying themselves and, and having a great time and then the ball will just start rolling and more and more and more will happen and your brother's company will be doing their thing in the new year and uh and then and the world will be back to normal you know, right? that's right buddy now before i let you go buddy because you're a hamilton native and you love yes. hamilton so much <laughs> i do what do you go think time. i'm gonna ask you I'm, I'm i'm a hockey guy what do you think yeah. i'm gonna ask you do you think um, Hamilton will ever get an NHL team? I knew that was going to be the question. We were so close many years ago. Um, we almost got the Pittsburgh Penguins in Hamilton. I don't know if you're, you might be too young to remember, but wow. when I was before high school age, there was talk about, because you know, we had a beautiful arena, and there was talk about maybe getting a, an NHL team into Hamilton. But you know it. I know it. The Hamiltonians, we're too close to Toronto we're too close to Buffalo and those are two huge markets for hockey as you know and two teams that have been around for so long I, I, I don't know I, I I'm never gonna say never because I, I am a positive guy and you never know what the future may hold um I would love to see an NHL team in Hamilton that would be wonderful uh yeah but we got the Tiger Cats yeah <laughs> And that is a cool stadium that Tim Hortons is it still Tim called Hortons, the Tim, Tim Hortons Stadium. Tim Hortons Field, yeah. Tim Hortons Field, yeah. Tim, Tim Hortons Field. Field. Tim Hortons Field, yeah, yeah. Right on, but brother. We'll see. We're, we'll getting, see. we're getting some inside Hamilton stuff here, and I appreciate it, buddy. And and I'm sure the listeners appreciate it too, buddy. This was an honor to have you on our show. Before we say goodbye, Sean, just a little more tidbit, not Timbit. Yeah, tidbit on and Tim Hortons. The first Tim Hortons, because they're they're all over the place now, as we know, all over the world. Tim Hortons, a multi-billion-dollar company. The first Tim Hortons was in Hamilton. You knew yes. that, right? Okay. Yes. Okay. Down, and down and, 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 and yeah. just to add to that, there, yeah. there's a there's a commercial that Tim Hortons has where. There's a kid that goes like because Tim Horton was signing autographs in the original right. in the original store when it opened in Hamilton. Sure, that's and right. And and there's a kid that comes to, yeah. to get an autograph and he's in awe and he can't believe it and, and whatever. And then all you see is him turn to his dad and his dad's Walter Gretzky. 
Yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. So, so that, so, so the great one, Wayne Gretzky, exactly. he was not that first one. Right. I, I, that commercial was great. And, and there's a big, beautiful statue of Tim himself uh, out front this store down on Ottawa Street in Hamilton. If you ever get a chance to go down there, it's like a little museum. But, uh, but yeah, Tim Hortons, uh, Hamilton, Hamilton Strong, Tim Hortons Field, Oski. I'm loving it, buddy. It. Yeah. <laughs> Today's Hamilton, because of Rick, we got it going on this show. But anyway, dude, like, like jokes aside, I really appreciate you coming on, man. And I, I want to thank the listeners for also tuning in to another episode of The Sheriff. We'll see you next time, guys. Woo! Bye-bye.